Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Out in the cold, out in the dark, something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware, there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl, looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal, feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch. This is Yowie Central, a very big, warm welcome to all of you. If you're new to the show, my name is Sarah. I've had some fascinating chats with Yowie witnesses, paranormal experiences. I also had an absolutely enthralling chat with a couple of Indigenous elders who I'm really hoping will come on the show soon to share their stories. And they have a, a, a unique, a really special original Australian insight into our hairy friends and the invisible realm that surrounds us. A very big warm shout out to Uncle Donnie and Auntie Luna if you're listening. Just before we get into it, if you've seen a Yowie or some other mysterious cryptid creature and you want to share your story, you've definitely come to the right place. Here at Yowie Central, we don't laugh at witnesses and we also won't think you're delusional. If you've had a sighting or you've had a mind-expanding, paradigm-changing encounter with a Yowie or some other elemental spirit uh, with an alien, with orbs, with anything like that, get in touch with me at yowiecentral at gmail.com or you can get in touch with me via the Yowie Central Facebook group or via Messenger. This week, we welcome back the amazingly gifted, multi-talented jazz to the show. Imagine having the ability to look at someone and know they're not well without them saying anything. Or imagine 
being such a bright, shining beacon that when you walk into a museum, the local ghosts line up to talk to you because they know that you can see them. Imagine having the spirits of friends and family and pets who have all passed on drop by to visit. I know that sounds out of this world and it probably is out of this world, but that's what happens to this week's guest. I sometimes joke with Jazz about her being a demon slayer, but she actually is, like in real life. (laughs) She is adorable but fierce as, and she is an amazing artist. She's also an accomplished martial artist as well as a ghost banisher. She's a natural-born healer and has the biggest, kindest heart you could ever imagine. Some of the stuff that happens to her, you usually only see in movies or or read about in books, and it makes me laugh because she talks about it in such a matter-of-fact way. If you haven't heard her before, she comes on the show every few months to give us an update on the basically weekly paranormal events that happen to her. So she's back this week to share some of the latest seriously spooky stuff. So let's get into it. Here's Jazz. Well, if you've got a few things, let's start with the first one. Okay, awesome. (laughs) So when I was driving home from, I think, Sydney about three months ago, it was night time and we we're coming past Tari. We're on the northern side of Tari. And there was hard, like there was hardly any traffic. And I'm just watching the road and Ian's driving. And all of a sudden, and I only saw two and they were about two kilometers apart, these orbs the size of probably baseballs. As we were getting towards them, Ian didn't bloody see them, and we had the frigging dash cam on. And if it was my car, I would have just pressed record, but his is different. So, um, yeah, I saw these two orbs. So basically when we got towards them, they just lifted up and they were like yellowy white glowing balls of light. (laughs) And I'm like, because he's such a skeptic, you know, and I'm like, did you see that? And he's like, see what? I said, that ball of light. And he goes, oh, I'm like, oh, Christ almighty. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they were right in front of you and you didn't I even know, see right? them. <laughs> and he's driving, you know, and I'm thinking, if you didn't see that, maybe you shouldn't be driving. Anyway, he goes, no, nah, what did it look like? I said, literally a ball of light just lifted up. And it was quite fast. So how far and, how far away from you was it when you first noticed it? Oh, I reckon twenty meters. Right, and there were two of and them, it just, or just the one. Yeah, but that one. Yeah, so they were separate. They were, they were about two kilometers apart. Ah. And I've noticed that along the highway, there's lights that go over the highway, as in a string of lights. That's not them. And when a light will, um, you, like you drive under the light, the light goes down, the reflection goes down the windscreen. So it's, yeah, it's really hard to explain without showing you. But, yeah, they just literally lifted off the ground quite fast. How strange. Just 
straight up, straight up. And I thought, what the freaking hell could it be? And I, I wasn't that tired. And I thought, oh, maybe I'm just hallucinating, you know. But no, it was And then another one. And I'm like, dude, did you see that one? And he said, no, I didn't see anything. I said, oh, my God. And I thought, okay, well, maybe it's because they're definitely orbs. So, and they were the same color, same size. And they lifted off exactly the same. I'm looking for lights, nothing. You know, I'm looking in the sky. The sky was clear. And I thought, okay. They could be spiritual because there's a lot of car accidents on the highway. Don't know. Yeah, right. How, <laughs> I have no idea. How high, how high did they go when they lifted straight up? Did yep, they just zoom, straight, zoom off out then? Of, out, of, out of sight, like straight up. Yeah. Right. But not like the light, not the speed of light, just like, <laughs> I don't know, like I can't. I can't explain it. You'd have to see my arm move, but um, yeah, and it's the weirdest thing ever. And was the color the yellowy white color? Was that all uniform all through it? Or yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was not. It's not like those huge orbs that I saw in Harwood. It was like with the flames on the outside. It wasn't like that at all. It was a a solid, a solid circle, solid orb. But this, yeah, whitey yellow color. And they're both exactly the same size and the same color, and there was no lights. Um, there was no lights coming towards us, like other traffic, and there was no lights strung above the highway. Yeah, right. So not and, sure. And were they emitting? Were they shining a light out or no? No, just, no. just gl- no. They were like self-illuminating and then just straight up. Right. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How weird. <laughs> the, shit, the shit that I see isn't crazy. Uh, I don't know. And I'm thinking because he's so closed off um, that maybe he just doesn't see them. Could but be. they're there. You know Could what be. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could very yeah. well be that. And you're you're the opposite of closed off. So um, Yeah, I'm the most open person you'd ever be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the all the ghosts and the, all the spirits around see you shining like a, a beacon. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and they come talk to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, re- it's really cool. So what was the next one? Okay, so I met a friend about eight years ago and uh, invited him over for like, you know, morning tea kind of thing with some other friends. And I was talking to him in my kitchen and all of a sudden, like my psychic powers, <laughs> just go off. And I've looked at him and all I could see around his face was blue and red flashing lights. Oh. And I said to him, I won't mention his name, um, but I said to him, you're going to think I'm really weird, like even weirder than normal. Um, <laughs> I said, because <laughs> I'd known him for about, I don't know, a week or something. I said, have you ever been in trouble with the police? And he just looked at me and cried, started crying. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I said, okay, I take that as yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, shit, I've brought, brought up bad things. And he told me about this awful situation where he was wrongly accused. And... Oh. um. And I picked that up and he said, how did you know? And I said, I don't know. But I said, some people that I am attracted to will um, help my intuition and things will come flooding through. So every time that I hang out with him, things come flooding through. It's like we have this 
I don't know, the same energy. And when our forces combine, you know, I'm like supersonic beacon of spirituality. <laughs> wonder, wonder twins power. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. So, um, yeah. Isn't that amazing? So you're seeing the, the blue and red, uh, you know, the, the red flashing lights associated with the police. And, and it was like a symbol in my mind. Was it round his aura or do you think it was No, it was from... actually just around his face, like right. around his head. Mm. Right. But it was just when I looked at him and I, I said to him, you know, you're going to think I'm mad, but have you been in trouble with the police or had anything <laughs> to do with the police? Because all I can see is these flashing lights. And I thought it could be an ambulance thing. It could actually be a premonition, but no, it was, he was wrongly accused of something. He actually did time. Oh no, the poor guy. Yeah, yeah so it that, was awful. That would have, that would have Lasting effect. deeply <laughs> traumatised him and um, yeah. he might have even left a piece of his his soul there in that in that time the way Daryl the the shamanic healer was explaining to me you you in tra- in really traumatic moments you actually leave part of your your soul there well you sort it's sort of you 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 make a, a hole in your own soul and your own spirit uh and, right. and like a piece of it's left there so you have to go back and through uh soul retrieval you have to go back to that moment and get that piece and seal it back in and seal the hole up. Bloody hell, I need to do that. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, so do I. There's a few things that I could go back and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, and fix too. But, yeah, what a, that? so it wouldn't surprise me if that guy's had this, I mean, the, the worst thing to happen, one of the worst things could, that could possibly happen is being accused, falsely accused and then doing time for it. Yeah. Um, but they found out while he was in there that he was wrongfully accused. And he oh. got out, but holy crap, he was in there for three months. Oh, God, like it's still, how awful. It was still, you know, and it was only that his grandfather was pushing, pushing, pushing for, for he's like this, he just did not do this. Um, yeah, it's awful system. <laughs> yeah, oh, look, <laughs> but, um, adult prisons are, are oh, pretty yeah. dire uh, mm. places. So he would have and gone through hell for those three months. He's also gay. And so he, he's a very soft-hearted guy and he, you know, obviously had to kind of pretend that he wasn't and he just kept to himself and, like, he's still still in therapy. But, um, yeah, you would be. Yeah, 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 yeah awful, Poor awful guy. experience. But, um, like, no compensation for being jailed for three months. What? Like, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Surely so they'd be, does he have to, can he sue them or? or I don't know. I don't that, know. You'd think that compensation would be automatic in you'd that situation, so. yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. So I, I met him when he moved to town. So he moved from interstate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that must have spun yeah. him out so much when you said, when you mentioned, have you ever had anything oh, yeah, to do so, with the police? Yeah, yeah. And I hadn't ever kind of noticed it until he was at my house and I suppose in my space and I just thought, what is going on, Jazz? (laughs) I'm seeing this stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) That is crazy. So you knew that I had to go and put my puppy dog down. Your your new little puppy dog? No, 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 my last dog. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I think... Yeah, sent you the photo of him, and he yes, was eighteen, yes. and I had I had to go and get him put down. He was unwell; he was in heart failure. Yeah. Anyway, 
it was awful because he was my rescue dog, you know, and he'd had an awful life and, and I thought he was going to be in palliative care when I rescued him, but he lived another five years, which was <laughs> great, you know. And he was the sweetest little thing. And he used to jump up on me like I was his mum because I rescued him. And I gave him Reiki straight away um, when I rescued him. And um, he fell asleep in my arms. And apparently he was the most anxious dog. I'm just like, yeah, well, that's just what Reiki does. <laughs> yeah. And, um, well, and Reiki and you particularly, I would think, that it had something to yeah. do with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and so, you know, from then on, I kind of imprinted on him, you know, I suppose. And I was his mum. So when we put him down, it wasn't until the next day. We're in the middle of renovations. So it was an awful time anyway. Like it was chaotic and we did most of the renovations ourselves. And so he came to visit the day, I think it was the day after. I would see flashes of white running past the the, uh, back door and I'd look and then I could hear the noise that he used to make. And then I was outside sanding my cabinet doors and he jumped up on the back of my leg like he used to. And I just flung round because I thought it was him. And it was the craziest thing. And I like I could really sense that he was still there. And it lasted for about a week. It was still hanging around. But he was fine. And I actually, it's going to sound crazy, but my grandfather who passed away when I was five months old came to the back door I was sitting down eating lunch and I felt this presence and I kind of looked over and he had Rastus and he said that he was with him oh like, that's awesome I know I'm gonna cry because yeah you're so gonna make lovely. me cry <laughs> I know and and I like I could see their outline but I could see them in my mind you know, and I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, cause I was so upset. Like, yeah. like where did he go? <laughs> yes. Yeah, look, I, I, I still feel that about my beautiful Great Dane, Macy. Um, yeah. I, I, I never sensed her. I wasn't really a, a, awake to any of this when she died because that was about four years ago. And um, mm. I, I, still, I, I still find it really difficult to even mention her name without bursting into tears. But I would yep. so love... Just to, to, to see some sign of her, um, I haven't, and I, I, you know, so how special that Rastas came back. <laughs> I know, I'm, oh, it was so sad and so lovely at the same time, and it was like because we were renovating, we we're putting in a new kitchen, and it was like Pop standing at the back door, and I, and I actually said to him in my mind, "Come and have a look at my new kitchen," and he brought Rastas in like that. It was so real. Oh wow. So real and he's like just and they're both so happy like <laughs> that is so cool so it's I know your, your pop and your puppy dog but being able to interact and go come come and see come in and see the new kitchen and they come in and have a look yeah it's like they're and there Ian, Ian wasn't there he was in Bunnings so it was like I was there by myself so I was really quiet like yeah and yeah it was just crazy but um exciting yeah and it was funny because when when we put him down, my youngest said to me, don't worry, mum, Pop's got him. And I, I, I already, I said, yeah, I, I already know. Like, cause that's Pop, you know, had dogs, mainly um, greyhounds. But I said, that's, uh, he's definitely got him. And I asked him to take him anyway, but um, yeah. How, how did your youngest know that? Oh, she's pretty cluey. Yeah. 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 She's she, got, pretty, she, she, she got the same sensitivity to oh totally that world yeah, that yeah. you do yeah 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 
she right. she's the, she's the one that remember I told you about the witch woman that was in the bedroom that night. Oh yes, in her room when yeah. she was little. Yeah, yeah. And I went. I never mentioned a thing, and I could see this witch kind of <laughs> awful energy in the corner of the room, and and I told um, Sophie to get out and like a cleanse the room and told her to leave, and she, it was just. <laughs> kind of sound it was awful this hissing noise and um never mentioned who it was what it was and um I said you can go back to bed now darling and she said is the old witch gone now (laughs) mum or the old lady gone now mum and I'm like yes sweetie just go to bed she knew she knew she knew straight away she yeah she's pretty intuitive she must have she must have been seeing it sorry go on go on darling yeah no no it's okay she my mum's side of the family it comes from a mum's side of the family so yeah (laughs) I've heard that so many times lately that the that knowing or that ability to tap into the spirit world is handed down through the female line um through the maternal line I've I've heard that maybe four times in the last couple of months People, oh. individual, different, different people, saying that they, their special gifts were handed down by the women in the family. Wow, mm, that's interesting. I wonder why it's the women in the family, even though some <laughs> some of them are men who who've got those abilities. Yeah, they seem to all be saying that that it came through their mother's line. Yeah, wow. interesting. We're just wise. We're wise. We're wise. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're just awesome. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. And talking about old ladies, I was driving her to school one day, and I went round another street that I don't usually take, and I was like drawn to this house that was being demolished, and I saw an old lady. I could draw her standing in the window, just looking at me. Oh. And it was being demolished, like she was a ghost. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, it was. And she was, like, she just was pretty neutral, but she was, I reckon she would have been in her 80s. And she was just standing, she had a cardigan. I could only see from, like, um, waist up. She was in the front window, which would have been, it looked like a kitchen or dining room or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And in, so when you're seeing her, was she solid looking? Or? Oh, she was solid, yeah, for sure. Solid. Totally so. Yeah, not like yep. a white, translucent. No. no, and and I knew that she was a ghost purely because I was like I was like attracted to looking at her. Something just caught my eye, but the whole place was being torn down. There's no way it could have been like anyone would be allowed in there. Yeah, right. Because it was a demolition site, yeah. so especially an old lady. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how she felt about the the house being torn down. Probably not happy. Yeah. I don't know. To to me, it looked like they were ripping half of it down to extend it and do it up. So she's she's still in the fabric of those walls. I can guarantee it. Yeah, right. I wonder what yeah. happens to spirits if they're they're attached to a particular house and and the house is knocked down and something else constructed in the same spot. I wonder if they they stay they they haunt the new house then or do they do they yeah, pass on? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I reckon. My nan on my father's side bought an old schoolhouse and moved it into the bush and the schoolmaster haunts that house. Right. And my sister saw him and her partner and their son all in, in about a span of a week. And my brother-in-law's real sceptic and he's like, 
you know, wake up, Meg, there's something standing over our bed and was petrified. And then, yeah, my nephew's seen it as well. But they all three of them got a look. And then there was a book that came out about the area. And my sister found his photo in this in the school section. And it was him. Ah, right. Yeah. So it was a really old, um, out at Arara, it's a really old schoolhouse. So Why do you think they... Why, why do ghosts, why do some spirits hang around and, and others don't? What do you reckon? I don't know. Maybe they just, some of them get stuck. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, and there's that whole stone tape theory as well. So energy will be stuck in the fabric of stone or wood and just replay over and over. Oh. I don't know if that's a residual thing or if, yeah, it must be a residual thing because, um, but this, this, headmasters like haunted the place and we could always when we were kids we always heard footsteps in the hallway it used to freak the crap out of me oh <laughs> I, and I think I think I sent you a photo when we first met of the kids like so my kids and my nephew sitting on the lounge and there was orb in front of my daughter's face yes that's that house ah right yeah ah. I wonder yeah. what the I wonder what the orb is then is the orb oh that's his energy for sure that's his end that's his energy yeah 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 I reckon. So he can he can take on an orb form, or he can take on his old human form. An appar- apparition. An yeah. apparition, right? And he yeah. looks he looks like the guy in the photo. Yeah, my yeah, sister right. said that he he was mostly mostly solid but floating, and um, the fact that they both saw it, and my brother in law's skeptic. I just like yeah, it's obviously real, and um, that changed his mind. And then my they were saying, um, they were talking about it and didn't realise my nephew could hear. He was only about five at the time. And he said, Mum, who is that man with the beard? <laughs> <laughs> and it was the, it was him. It was the schoolmaster. So when Meg's, my sister saw the um, the history book um, and about the area um, and they found his photo, they all just went, oh, my God, that's him. And it's funny because my uncle was brought up in the house you know, 30 years previous, and he saw it, used to see him as well. So he's been there a long time. I wonder why he's still there. Was he, is he an unhappy spirit? Did you get a feeling that he was unhappy no. or is he just hanging out just there? That was, he was more like, what are you doing in my house? Right. <laughs> you know, what, what are you doing? In, this is my place kind of, but not evil, like nothing like that. It was just probably... I, I did say to my sister, you should tell him that he needs to find the light and move on. Yeah. Um, because he's probably never been told that. A lot of them just get stuck. Yeah, right. I, I don't know much. <laughs> <laughs> you I know, a, know, you know a damn sight more than I do about this stuff, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just know what I see. I forgot about that, and that's not even on my list. <laughs> Another thing is I know who's about to ring me, like nearly every, without looking, with nearly every time my phone rings. Yeah, right. I can guarantee, and it's a game now. And he's like, <laughs> the phone's ringing. I said, is it such and such? Yes. And he just looks at me. <laughs> but he, he thinks that I know that they're going to ring and half the time they don't, I have no idea. But you just get this feeling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or I get this sensation in my brain going, oh. My phone's about to ring. It's just like ESP. Yeah. I remember you last time, or quite a few conversations ago, you mentioned how you did a test with your sister. 
that's my sister. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. just about to mention that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, well, you can mention it again now for the audience because they might not have listened to that earlier episode. Yeah, yeah. So I was sitting in my studio <laughs> and I wanted to practice. And my sister and I have a pretty deep connection. So I sat there and for about five, ten minutes, all I could visualize is her and her name and over and over and over. And I'm like, Meg, Meg, you know, her name's Meg. Um, and just her, uh, and I'm like, call me, call me or, you know, contact me, whatever I said. She rang like 15 minutes later. I said, hi. She goes, hi. I said, why are you ringing me? And she goes, I don't know. I said, guess what I've just done? And she said, what? And I'm like, you know, I told her I was playing with ESP. And she goes, oh, my God. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. That's funny. Does Does she have the same, does she have the same abilities that you do? Yeah, probably. She's pretty analytical these days. I don't think she picks up on much. But I, this leads into something else. I sensed a little boy in her house that she uh, just bought. And it was, it's an old house. It's just around the corner from me, actually. And um, they're doing it up. And I was there and I thought my nephew had run into the other room. So, and around the corner and he usually, you know, jumps out and scares me. So I went, right, you know, just to do <laughs> yeah. it before him, yeah. get, get the jump on him. And there was no one there uh. and they couldn't have gone anywhere. And I'm just, I come back into the lounge room and I've just looked at her and I said, you have a ghost in this house. And she just looked at me and she goes, yeah, a boy. I said, yeah, his name's Alan. <laughs> and she said, are you serious? I said, yeah, he looks like Flynn, my nephew. And like very similar age, running around. And she just went, we saw him the other night. She said, Matt got up to she's thinking that, that it was Flynn out of bed and then no one was there. I said, I bloody knew it. Yeah, and I picked that. Oh, actually, then um, Sophie was with me. My daughter was with me, and I actually went in and sat in the room that this kid is in. And um, he said basically that his name was Alan and he'd been there a long time. But he's a lovely little thing, and he loves the kids. So there's a lot of energy in that room because of the kids. <laughs> yeah, he's just drawn to the kids. Yeah, right. So I don't know if he died in that house or if he died on a property or the one next to it, but he's definitely from that area. Right. Okay. So the house, it's not a new house. It's just new for your sister. No, it's an old. Right. Yeah. It's an old house. It's just, yeah, my sister bought it cheap and is doing it up. It'd be interesting to see if she could do some research on who owned the house in the past to see if there was a little boy called Alan. Yeah. So she did. The next door neighbor had owned it for the last 40 years, I think. And he bought it off an old couple back in the day and it had been it's been there since the 40s or 50s but she didn't ask because she she, I think she was pretty like you just don't go and say hey did a kid die in this house because people look (laughs) at you weird (laughs) no I mean I I do but she doesn't (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) Uh, if you're weirdos like us maybe but (laughs) yeah yeah so she's she's pretty professional she um you know she doesn't she doesn't come across weird like I do has she? <laughs> you don't come across as weird at all, darling. <laughs> um, has she 
has she said to, or have you said to this young Alan that it's time to find the light and move on or are you happy? I did tell him, I did tell him that day, um, but he's still in the house. So I just don't, I'd have to stay there for a couple of hours and just, you know, suss the place out, maybe do some Reiki in there and see what else I could get from him. Cause usually I can get names and dates. That's a big thing. And I'll see faces. Um, I physically saw him. Uh, he's got brown hair and he looks about seven or eight, but he's, his name's Alan and it's not a common name these days. So, you know, no, it's, um, no. yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's interesting, and it doesn't it doesn't bother your sister or your nephew that he's there. No, I think my littlest nephew sees him because he'll often be talking. And I said to him one day, "Who are you talking to?" He goes, "No one," and then just smiles and looks into the corner of the room. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> really?" He's a, cheek, he's a cheeky monkey, though. So, Is he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. As long as he, as long as the you know, he's not being scary and not scaring the crap out of not at all. Flynn no, and... it's no, no. It's like a play group, you know. When they all get together, it's like he's attracted to that kind of high end energy because those kids are wild. Are they? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're just little boys. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I think it's because they have so much energy that he he's just attracted, and there's heaps of toys like. Yeah, I don't know. It just he's just there. And he's not he's not sad or angry or anything like that. He's just just wanting to hang just, out and play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool that I got a name. And it's funny cuz when I was talking to him, he was really like everyone's going to think I'm mad. Um, he was like, I could see him in my mind and he was really loving little fella, you know? So I don't know how he died, if it was an accident or what, but he, um, he was just so intended, but my, uh, my third, like my third eye just pulsates to nothing. Like, and I, I go nearly dizzy when I'm channeling like that. Um, and it's like this physical, I can feel my forehead moving, it feels like. Yeah, right. So that was that was going off when I was chatting to him. Um, but I, I just kind of sat there quietly and waited for him to come to me. But, yeah, it was definitely, his, yeah, it's a sweet little thing. I feel like it was an accident, not like cancer or anything like that. I think there was, you know, he could have been climbing a tree, you don't know, and just fell out. There are some pretty big trees on the properties around too. So, oh, who knows? So, you're when you're channeling, you can yep. feel your third eye pulsating. Pul- it, it pulsates. I know that sounds crazy, but yeah. And I close my eyes, and you can. I've videoed it before. You can see my eyes, like eyes jumping up and down. Oh, really? Like my eyelids are flickering. Yeah, right. it looks like REM sleep. Right. Yeah. And I wonder, um, is that is that your actual pineal gland working, or is it the, I the energy centre of your third eye? Probably well, both. Probably both. Yeah. I'm, probably both. Yeah, yeah, right. That's really mm. interesting. Does it cause you pain, or is it just that, no. that throbbing oh, sensation? It, it's it can get a little bit. Um, I get a bit over it. <laughs> because it, it and I have to keep touching my forehead because it it's 
Yeah, I mean, it's not something that people go, what is going on with you? You know, like, <laughs> you don't look like you've got an alien growing out of your no, head or anything like no, that. No, I'm not, I'm not growing a horn or anything. Cause like it's, <laughs> it, it's, um, yeah, it, but it, it goes wild. Like, I really feel it internally. But you can see my eyes jumping when I've, I've, yeah, as I said, I've videoed it. I'll have to find the video and I'll send it to you. Yes, I'd with love you. to see that. I'd yeah. love to see that. That would look kind of kooky, probably. Oh yeah, and if I'm um, if I'm like reading somebody and I've got my eyes shut and doing Reiki, um, it very much so, it, and I see purple a lot. Right. Um, that's like an intuition thing. Yeah. And you're seeing purple in your mind or actually with yeah. your eyes? No, in my mind. In your mind. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's um, cool. It is cool. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Another cool thing is... um. I've got a friend, a lovely old lady who I'm friends with, and she's got two beautiful dogs. And one of them is called Phoebe. Now, her and I, I swear, are sisters from another life. We got on like a house on fire. And to talk about a dog like that, I sound crazy. But she is the sweetest little poppet. And um, Althea, my friend, said she's never, ever had a connection with anyone like that before. And she was completely blown away. And that's when I told her that I do Reiki and she said, yeah, but my daughter does Reiki and she doesn't do, Phoebe doesn't act like that. (laughs) So uh, every time I see her, she falls asleep in my lap, like, and I miss her. Like, it's really crazy. And so she visited me in my sleep a couple of weeks ago and basically psychically said, I need help. Oh my God. And so the next day I rang Al and I said, sweetie, I know this is going to sound strange, but Phoebe visited me in my sleep last night and she needs help. She was distressed and she said that Theo, her other dog, is really uh, really ill. And she said, I've only just noticed what's going on. And um, he's diabetic. They've just found out that he's diabetic. But because Althea didn't pick it up, Phoebe came to me and it was like, it was really sweet. Oh, that's so (laughs) Again, again, listeners are going to go, who the hell is this woman? And she's off her tree, but it's true. (laughs) (laughs) I can vouch for your sanity. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I rang her and I said, darling, there's something wrong. And she said, I'm taking him to the vet today. And that's when it was. She, yeah, he was diabetic. (laughs) Okay. So, so dogs 
can visit, can dogs can communicate telepathically to people who can hear them. Well, that's what you're saying, and, isn't it? That yeah, 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 totally, totally. Yeah. And um, I've picked up on her emotions before when I did Reiki on her. She was sitting in my lap, and I just thought, oh, because she was a bit um, restless. Althea said when I before I got there one day, and I just gave her Reiki, and same thing. Like she just, I can, I know that sounds crazy, but yeah, I can talk to her. Like she knows, I know what she's thinking or what she's saying. You know. That is that is super cool. I love that. <laughs> it doesn't happen with every dog, though, and it doesn't happen with my new puppy. She's just weeing everywhere at the moment. But, um... <laughs> she might be she might be too little to have developed her yeah um, she's only, telepathic she's only... abilities. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to work on that. Um, <laughs> she's only she's only ten weeks old. She's tiny. Yeah. Well, Sol Rita said something about. Um, being able to communicate with animals too, and it's you, you have to really be in your heart space. But she mentioned that. And I also read something. Uh, there's a woman I follow on Facebook called Renee Star Johnson, and she's she posted something, She a photo of herself with uh, this cute little dog who, who looked like a very anxious little dog. And she said, oh, look, this is so-and-so. It's a friend of mine's dog. I've just, she communicated, this dog communicated with her that she was incredibly anxious. And Renee's worked out that she's a reincarnated soul and that she had clearing past karma to clear. And so she went into her Akashic records and cleared back past life stuff for this little dog um, who, who all of a sudden wasn't as anxious as she was before. Um, mm-hmm. So I, 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 it's funny that you just mentioned Phoebe, the dog then, because it just reminded yeah. me of, um, of, of this, this little dog. So I guess it's, it's all spinning my mind because then I remember somebody telling me that dogs you do, dogs don't get reincarnated, that they have a different sort of, it's not the, they're not the same as us. But I've now heard mm-hmm. two different stories, yours and Renee's, saying mm-hmm. that basically, yes, we, we can be reincarnated into the body of a, the body of a dog. Yeah. I mean, that's the feeling that I got. Like that's... It sounds freaking crazy, but it feels like she was a sister or really close to me in a past life. Yeah, right. Now, I, I've done a past life regression, and I know what my last two were. And the last one, I was English, and I died when I was in my 90s, which is really old, and it was in the Victorian era or the Tudor times maybe. I don't know if she actually was, but that's that's the feeling that I get from her. Yeah, right. Yeah, so so your 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 most recent past life was mm-hmm. a few hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. So does that mean your soul after that life, and maybe ninety years is a long time to live. Maybe you retired, and <laughs> you needed a few hundred years to rest and recalibrate, recuperate before you became reincarnated again well from what i've read and seen and heard they souls don't reincarnate straight away they or they can but they they don't always there was that i'll have to find it and send it to you there was that story about uh the little girl the little boy in england that was born the day after this in old indian lady died um she was from tibet i think and she was reincarnated straight away, but 
and they it was only that the parents of this little girl or boy I can't remember which one it was were I know she was Hindi and she was he or she was talking in this other language and they ended up taking them to a uh you know person that studies languages linguists whatever they're called and um uh they, he said the professor said she, he or she is talking a form of ancient Hindi or something like that, yeah. and it was this remote little village and had names and everything. And so they went to visit this. I think we've spoken about this before. Went to visit this family, and she could name, or he or she could name everybody in it, and they totally believed that it was her. Ah, uh, I have, I have heard, the, yeah, I have heard this story. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you were the one who told me about that. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I do, I do vaguely remember that story. And the the, mm. the the child knew people's names and was able to speak this, yeah, language yeah, yeah. language it, that he'd never learnt. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't watch foreign TV or anything. So, you know, it, yeah, who knows? <laughs> it's just good. And, and I'm like, yeah, well, that's obviously, there's on YouTube, there's heaps of stories about um, kids and reincarnation and there's, you know, them remembering it. So, yeah, right. And yeah. so, and so, so that was your, your most recent life was you, you're, you live to be 90. Yeah, in 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 the early nine. Yeah, I, I was in my early nineties. My name was actually Victoria, and I was so when I did the past life regression, they take you to a happy time in in your life, and it was my birthday party. Um, I was, uh, you know, was like seven or something, and I actually saw my best friend in this life's dad. He was my dad in a previous life, and we've always had this amazing connection. He was he's a lovely man. And, and you then, knew, and you knew it was him, straight away. Yeah, because the therapist said, "Can you see anybody that you recognise?" And I said, "Yeah, I can see Hans' dad, and I know him, like really well." Um, and she said, "Who is he to you in this life?" And I said, uh, "He's my dad in this life." Yeah, right. and it was my birthday party, and I was really excited, like really, yeah, it was a lovely time. I think it, it wasn't the Tudor time; it must have been the Victorian times. But well to do was like I could I could draw the manor house that I lived in, but I was like the monarch of the family. And the next stage was you had to go to the end of that life, and you I could see myself dying in the bed with people around. Oh wow! And it was a big it was a big four poster bed with tapestry and stuff and. Oh. Yeah, and the, there were time before I was in Africa. I was a little African um, boy or girl. I think I was a girl. I can't remember because I've, I've, I sent so much stuff. It's hard if in case if I don't write it down, uh, I have you know I have to write it down just in case because I I forget so much stuff because it just you know happens a lot. But um yeah, the, they were so real. I could. In, when I was in Africa, I could feel the hot breeze. I could, you know, see the the dirt and everything. And oh, yeah, I, I spoke to a friend of mine over the weekend, who mm-hmm. I've known for I don't know fifteen plus years. He suddenly, out of the blue, and knowing what I do for a living. He suddenly, yep. out of the blue, said, oh, "I must tell you about my werewolf experience." And I, what 
fuck? Oh. <laughs> How long have you known me and you haven't told me you, you saw a dogman slash werewolf? Oh, my God. And it was so frightening. Wow. Um, he's still, this is many, he was a young man when that happened and he's my age now. He's still traumatised by this experience. He, he said he'd tell it. He'd tell me the whole story next time I, I see him. I've tried to talk him into I said, you've got to tell it for my show. And he's like, no, I'm not coming on the radio, but I oh. will tell you the story. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, um, I'll have to I'll interview him and, and transcribe it and read it out to everyone. But um, basically he used to be able to look at someone and see their past, who they were in a past life. So... Just say you're sitting in front of me and suddenly Jazz isn't there and there's a, a, a man, an old man yep. there. And then all of a sudden there's a little girl there. And then all of a sudden, so, and it would flash back all the people they were in a past life. Like he could wow. see it happening right in front of him. And I thought, wow. Right. And he used to be able to do that at will. Mm. Um, but after this really, really terrifying experience, uh, mm-hmm. With a, a what he calls a werewolf, um, it shut, he he shut down all these abilities that he had, um, these spiritual wow. abilities that he had. He's he shut it yeah. all down. Um, That's fear. Yes, yeah. Fear. Fear's, was... fear's a very um, powerful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but can you yeah. imagine imagine being able to sit there and? Well, you probably can because you've got those sorts of abilities. But <laughs> to mm. look at someone and go, okay. And not just past life regress, but I can actually see who you were, see an image of you um, mm. in each of your past lives. That's awesome. It would be bloody awesome. Yeah. I don't know if I could do it, but um, I, I, it's funny because I, and it's not just because I have a nursing background, I've, I spoke to a man the other day and, um, and I knew that he had cancer and he, he didn't tell me. And the next time I saw him, he said, oh, I've got some great news. I'm cancer-free. And I thought, no, you're not. Oh, you're not shit. Yeah, the doctors gave him the wrong result. Oh, no. And then I, yeah, and then I found out that he does is not cancer-free. Yeah. Oh, my God. They gave him and the wrong not, result? Yeah. Like, um, Fuck, what a fucker. Well, they just didn't pick it up in one of the tests. Oh, right. Okay. So, but, um. Yeah, he he was so excited. He's like cancer free, and I'm like, in my, I went, oh, that's awesome. And in my mind, I'm like, no, you're not. I just uh, could tell. Yeah. I don't, and it's not because he's sick or anything like that. Nothing. It, I just knew. It's you know when you just know. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't because I don't get those. <laughs> I don't get those feelings about other people. But um, I no, actually, that's not true. I do have a very strong intuition, um, mm. but I don't. I don't sense the things that you do though. But, wow. but even like, you know, when you just know something's right or wrong. Yes. Yeah. You, and there's that. Yeah. I just know that, it, you know, um, they're, they're, yeah, that's what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. And do you get those feelings about everyone you meet? Like, do you, do you get little flashes about, well, this person's got something wrong with them or this person's. I, most people that I know or I meet, I can see that they've got trauma and I can usually pinpoint what that trauma is in their past so a lady that I have become friends with through my work uh the first time I met her I said to her 
you're going to think I'm crazy, but you got some real big baggage, love. And she just looked at me and she started crying. And I said, I'm so sorry. I tend to do this to people. Um, and she said, <laughs> you're the oh, life of the party, she, mate. <laughs> she, yeah, I know, right? Oh, <laughs> Making everyone cry. Killjoy. <laughs> uh, but um, we, she said, can I can I talk to you about something? And I said, yeah, I'm open and honest. And I said, I, I don't judge. And she told me what it was. And I'm just like, holy fuck. Um, and I, and she just said, how did you know? And I said, I don't know. I just know. <laughs> um, and yeah, she was a, put into a pedophile ring by her father. Oh, and no, it was gosh. fucking awful. Yeah. And he, high up in the government. And, you know, right? Yeah, wow. it's just awful. But she's a like you'd ne- no one, no one would pick it up except me. Like I just, I just kind of when I look at people, it's like I look into their soul and can see their whole life, and and their baggage feels really like I can see. I visualize it as these big black blobs in a timeline. And so I could just see that she had been carrying all this shit through and she's now, because of my conversation, she's now in therapy. <laughs> she'd she'd um, oh, that, well, bottled that, it up that much. Yeah. It was, it was just something that I said apparently. Well, that's a great outcome because when you – Oh, totally. If, if you know, something like your, your, your father – uh, dragging you into a, a pedophile ring, um, if that's probably, you know, up up there with the worst traumas you could experience. So the fact that she's getting help now is awesome. Yeah. 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 You're, yeah. A, you're a healer, you are. That's what you are. Well, I the spirit world told me that I was here to heal and help. So, yeah, you are, and make art. <laughs> you're doing a good job, mate. You are doing a sensational <laughs> job. Oh, <laughs> uh, funny. Um. I had a premonition about a lady that left my organization and I had a a premonition that she stole a whole heap of my work and my premonitions are never wrong. But when we looked into it, she didn't steal anything of mine. She stole a lot of the stuff that didn't belong to her from the, from the organization. And so now there's this huge, big, because no one would have ever looked into it except that I said something and people trust my intuition and my abilities. And, um, yeah, so the shit hit the fan and um, she's been busted for stealing. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> because of a dream. Like because of the, yeah, so that was really good. Did, so we, did she know that you, you were the one who worked it no, out? Oh, no, good, good. No, she had no idea. No. So, she won't so come, she won't come back at you out for revenge. Oh no! Good luck. <laughs> yeah, good, good luck. <laughs> we're no, talking. We're, we're talking about Jazz the Demon Slayer I, here. <laughs> well, I got a big bubble around me. No one's touching me. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention you are fierce as fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you sound sweet and bubbly, but there's a very strong steel core inside of you, lady. <laughs> it's well, awesome. when it comes I love to it. demons, yeah, when it comes to demons, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, and well, I, I still remember you talking about that that demon mm. that sat up mm. from your ex-husband's mm. body yeah. while, you were, while you were lying. Yeah, the, well, he was lying in bed yeah. and you'd gotten yeah, up. Yeah, and I was on the loo. Yeah, and just yeah. <laughs> looked through, and looked out back through the doorway at him, and the, the, yep. yeah, right. Yep. What did that demon? What, what did it look like? Oh, 
just, I can't even describe it. It was, I think I, I remember saying something that it was like alien and the predator all in one, but this is a huge, big demonic force. It just sat up and then looked at me and I went, you're fucked and you're gone. You are so gone. <laughs> I'm coming to get you. <laughs> you are. Yeah, I'm going to kick your ass. Um, <laughs> John's just snoring like he was sound asleep. And and I was not asleep. Like I it was in the loop. Um, oh, oh did, you, did you hear... Um, uh, I think it was uh, Kieran who I interviewed a few weeks ago at the end of his Anzac story because he, he used to work in a hospital too. And he, oh, ta- okay. he talked about somebody, mm-hmm. but he was being wheeled. He'd actually had an operation and was being wheeled into the operating room and, and looked up at the orderly and the orderly for a second turned into a goat man. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I think wonder... it, I think it was Kieran. I, I have to. I'm. I'm. I'm getting. I'm getting to that point of the year that I'm a little bit tired, so things are all blurring yeah. into one. But I'm pretty sure it was Kieran at the at, at the end. Okay. But, yeah. Um, but can you imagine lying on a on a on a on a wheelie bed um, and mm. looking up and your orderly morphs mm. into a goat man for a few moments? Yeah, that's, that's a bit freaky. Yeah. I wonder if that was the drugs though. Maybe. I wonder if, you know, he had heard something like a story. I'm not saying that's not true. I'm I'm like my mind is still very skeptical about even my shit that happens to me, you know, and I, I don't know, it's just that part of my brain. But I go, I wonder if he'd seen something and the drugs triggered it, or if he actually is a demonic force and he's got an attachment of some sort, you know, like Yeah, maybe. Yeah, who knows? But it's yeah, that's freaky as I've yeah. I've looked at in the mirror and my face has changed. Oh that's really? Freaky. Oh, that's just oh, I don't look at myself in the in the mirror at night. What? So <laughs> what? <laughs> what did it change into? Oh, it's like I couldn't control my face. Oh, like it, and I used to have nightmares about it. Yeah, I don't know if that was anything or if it was just a fear-based trauma response. I don't know. Better, yeah, it wasn't nice. No, so your face was making strange expressions. Yeah, without me, I couldn't. You weren't moving your face, but your reflection was moving. Yeah, and I couldn't control it. Oh, like yeah, it's awful. Yeah, no, (laughs) that wouldn't be nice at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was foul. Yeah, Yeah, right. No, wonder what was going Um, on there. I don't know, but it. I don't want to think about it because it's um, I don't want it to come back. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically the the last thing I had on my list was um, you know how you contacted me to see if I could help those two people that needed yes. yeah, a, that was the guidance yes. and assistance. Yep. Yeah. Um, I suppose it's more that. Um, so. Um, the the young guy that was Indigenous, I knew that straight away. Like I just felt him. That was Ben. Yep. Yeah, and I thought, okay, that's yeah, definitely. He needs to go back to country and be with his people, you know, um, be with his mob, and um, and the other guy. I just re- I just remember thinking, all the answers come to me straight away, yeah. like what they need to do without me stopping and thinking about it. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, yeah, being able to help people remotely has been quite interesting. So from what I can gather, it works. You know what I mean? It worked with, I think I forwarded you that email from Paul, who was Rob. Rob was the guy who was having the ghosts and and waking up with scratch marks and he was Mm -hmm. um, really terrified and getting very anxious about it. He... He, the, 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 his friend who was the one who contacted me in the first place sent me an yep. email recently and said, don't know what you've done or whether Jazz sent him some energy or did something, but all the activity has stopped. Yeah, I did give – I gave them both Reiki. Like I, I sent them remote Reiki. Um, so, yeah, oh, that's good. That's good. No, I didn't, I didn't get that email. Oh, so that's awesome. Yes. Oh, sorry, I thought, I thought I'd forwarded it to you, but maybe, maybe I didn't. But, yeah, uh, he just sent it to me the other day. But, uh, yeah, so apparently all the activity has stopped. Oh, um, that's so brilliant. So whatever you did, darling, it, it worked. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. I should start charging. No, <laughs> demon God. slayer, remote yeah, demon no. slayer. <laughs> oh, God. That's hysterical. No, um, oh, that's so good. Um, because there's nothing worse than an active house. Like I lived in a haunted house. And yes. It's fucking terrifying. Well, yes. Especially when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah. And watching, yeah. I remember you were saying, watching, you know, TV or stereo oh. dials. Yeah, both. Moving both. So the by t- themselves. Yeah. yeah, the old analog TV used to change by itself. Um, and my sister's, um, oh, that was terrifying. That That room was terrifying where the guy had killed himself. Well, oh, he yes. killed himself in the lounge room, but he, that was his room that she lived in, like slept in. And <clears throat> there was a dot on the dial for the volume and you could watch it go move by itself. Right. You know, and the, the CDs would fling around the, around the room. And, ugh, ugh, ugh. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, see, I, I, I draw the line at that sort of shit. <laughs> I'm, mm. I'm, I'm working on opening my, expanding my, senses and working on my expanding my third eyes abilities um Mm -hmm. but i really draw the line at active ghost poltergeist activity in my house (laughs) just no no (laughs) i don't want i don't yeah i don't um i think if you go search for it you're gonna find it um but i don't actively search for it if i'm like if i'm in a house and you know, someone says, I think my house is haunted. I'll say, yeah or no. I'll, I'll just pick up on the energy straight away. But I like being able to tap into it to see what it actually is, if it's residual or if it's active. And being able to name that person, if it's a person or um, if it just needs a good cleanse because there's been a lot of abuse or something in the house or drugs, alcohol, because that leaves all this stale energy, negative energy. So, um I really like being able to sit there and go, you know, assess the place really and then give a report. <laughs> and I, I that's I, I suppose that's what it was like with those two guys was I could I could tune into them remotely and go, Okay, this is this is what you need to do, this is um what I'm picking up on. Um you know, let me know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I could be completely off the mark. I could be picking up on something else or it could just be, well, it's not a figment, it's not my imagination because I see it completely different to my imagination. I know it sounds weird, but it's like a whole different corridor. 
bit strange the way way I I view and see things, but yeah. So it's different mm. from imagining kind of going, okay, well, I'm going to imagine a ghost over there. And so you, mm-hmm. you put that, the picture is created in your mind, whereas the inter, your intuition and your visions like that are not the same? No, not at all. No. So they come to me and it's like that whole knowing thing. You just know that it's real. Yeah. Um, and it comes to me so strong and so vibrant and um, it's not, imagination at all it's not my you know it's I'm, I'm literally channeling it and it's coming through somewhere else <laughs> um yeah right yeah yeah as I said I'm a bit strange <laughs> you're absolutely adorable <laughs> strange is great I love strange <laughs> all right well was there was there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap it up today I don't think so. I think I'm out of content for this week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was cool. I love that. All of those stories. Thanks so much for sharing those. I, I, every time I think of something, I just write it down and I'm like, oh yeah, Sarah's next hour. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for, for, for sharing all of those stories with the Yowie Central listeners. I, I, I'm sure they'll love it as much as I did. Yeah, it was it was amazing to be back. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and I can't wait to come back again. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll be back. You'll be definitely okay. back. And that was Jazz, the Demon Slayer. <laughs> Isn't she amazing? Thank you so much for sharing with us, Jazz. I know you're listening. I love you heaps. Just FYI, Jazz is also one of my admins for the Yao Essential Facebook group and she's happy to give advice. If you're having frightening paranormal activity and you don't know what to do, she's the woman to contact. Keep in mind that the more we talk about Yaois and the paranormal, the invisible world around us, the more we normalise it for everyone. And I hope in my heart the less stigma that will be attached to it and the less ridicule people have to put up with when they share their experiences. And maybe if we educate people, particularly about our hairy friends, we'll be able to protect them from people hunting them and destroying their habitat. So if you've seen a Yowie or you've experienced something strange and mysterious, I would love to talk to you and the Yowie Central listeners I know would love to hear your story. Get in touch with me via yowiecentral at gmail.com or via the Yowie Central Facebook group or you can send me a direct message via Facebook Messenger and I do look at Instagram every now and then and Twitter every now and then too. So you can message me through those platforms. And don't forget, please don't friend me on Facebook. It's not because I don't want to be your friend or I don't like you. It's just because I prefer to keep my my Facebook personal and for people I actually know and it's not work related even though I hardly ever post anything on there anyway other than links to the show. I'm really not a big fan of social media and I use it as little as I possibly can so it's much better to contact me via email or messenger etc rather than try and friend me on Facebook. Well that's all I've got for you today my friends. 
I'm taking a few weeks off. So maybe two, maybe three, depending on how quickly my batteries recharge. You can still send me emails, but it might take me a little bit longer than usual to get back to people. And because I have such a massive volume of people sending me emails and messages through all the platforms, if I've said I'll get back to you and I haven't, please send me a reminder as sometimes things fall through the cracks and something slips by. So if I haven't got back to you in a decent amount of time, I could potentially have forgotten about it. So send me a reminder, pretty please. That would be great. I do really want to receive all of your messages. So have a fabulous couple of weeks and I'll be back later towards the end of September. Out in the cold, out in the dark, something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware, there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl, looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal, feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch. diamond ring your fancy jacket won't be worth a dime when you're sucking the blood right out of your spine Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.